The following podcast is considered for a mature audience and should only be listened to by an adult. If you're not an adult, please go and get an adult so that you can watch them as they try to awkwardly explain all of the dumb shit that we're about to say. Listener discretion is advised. And now, coming to you live from the tri-state area and San Francisco, California, it's the best part of Wednesday, Waffle Box, with your hosts, Mike Fish and Kush Hayes. Welcome to Waffle Box, the podcast where we talk about anything, everything, and nothing all at the same time. Coming up on episode 100, we've got the prisoner that always wants to look sharp, Philadelphia Cuisine setting the gold standard, and much, much more. I am Mike Fish, and I am joined, as always, by the main man in San Fran. It's Mr. Kush Hayes. Kush Hayes, 100 episodes. Can you believe it? WTF. G-T-F-O-M-G-8-Z. What's going on, my man? All the letters of the alphabet. What's good, yo? Kush Hayes here coming to you from the home of Super Bowl 60 in the future. San Francisco, where it is 100 episodes of Waffle Box, like my main man, Mike Pisces, just said. It is the original Waffle Box, the people's podcast. You accept no substitutions, because for the last 100 weeks, it has been the best part of Wednesday. God bless you, Mike Fish. I can't wait to get into the show tonight. Oof. Also, I can't wait to celebrate. What was ahead of You're going to pop that bottle? I'm going to pop this bottle, son. What do you, what you is, got? Uh, what do you got for this special occasion? Show the people. I wish I could people. say I had some champagne, but I got Champagne. some Australian sparkling white wine. Anything outside of France is sparkling white wine, as Rob Lowe taught us in Wayne's World. Um, this is from 19 Crimes, and it is their Snoop Dogg edition. Um, you know why it's called 19 Crimes, Mike Fish? Is it because Snoop Dogg has committed 19 crimes in his life? That's very close, actually. That's Ooh. very close. However... Back in the day, you know, like in the 17th, 18th century, if you wanted an all-expenses-paid trip, one-way trip to Australia, there were 19 specific crimes that you could commit to get there. Oh, he's gonna pop the. He's gonna pop it. It's. It's. it's Am I? Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> did, did you break I anything? I knocked a hole. I knocked a hole in the windshade here. <laughs> uh oh. They're tearing this place down in a year anyways. It's, gonna, it's fine. It's going to be a parking lot in two years. Well, mm. cheers. I'm just drinking... Um, I'm drinking... Um, Dutch malt lager. Ooh. I'll just put it, I'll put it like that. It sounds classy that way. All right. Heineken. Very nice. Mike Fish, here's to 100 episodes. I'm looking forward to 1,000 more minimum. Dude, thank you for putting this together. Thank you for bringing me on a part of this, man. You could have done this with anybody, but you chose me, and I sincerely appreciate you, my man. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Um... Dude, a lot has happened in the last 100 episodes. Such as? Well, I uh, I had, I got to help make a You had hair. In... You had a full head of I hair had... when we started. I had a full head of hair. I mean, you had a mullet and everything. Now he's... Bald as a plucked chicken. <laughs> this isn't the second episode I've 
this isn't the first episode I've done without a hat. It's only maybe the second or third. But anyways, yeah, I made a movie. Ooh. I uh, was inducted into the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame, NorCal chapter. I uh, got had a bigger responsibility laid in my lap for uh, Bay Area sports broadcasting. Like, it's been an amazing hundred weeks, dude. That's awesome. I think I've just been fired twice. That's about as excited as it's got for me. It makes you feel better. Usually every day is my first day and my last day. So whatever. We're keeping However, it 100. Man, it is a celebration. Keeping it 100. Keeping it 100. That's I'm annoyed that I just come out with that. How you been though? How you, how's your Memorial Day weekend? Was it toasty? Mellow. Um no, no, it was pretty chill actually, like cold weather wise. So that's just how it rolls in San Francisco. Like the sun was out, but most of the time it was overcast. So um, saw a bunch of movies. One of them we're reviewing tonight, but uh, saw Bert Kreischer's The Machine. Whoo. Um, it was actually better than I thought it would be. And it was actually better than it should have been, but it is still not a great movie. And uh, yeah, like I'm, I'm impressed for the dude. I'm proud of the guy. But the same, I'm just like, Mm. Well, be- better luck next time, big man. Um, hey, if at first God, you don't succeed, waste someone else's right. money. There you go. There you go. I have a feeling we'll see him in another motion picture um, of the same level. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, do you know anything about the quote unquote the machine from Bert Kreischer? Not. I'm not talking about the movie itself. I'm talking about the actual the machine. The the actual the machine so there's this movie that came out this weekend has a story behind it uh, about 10 years ago he told this story on the joe rogan podcast but oh, when God. he was in college he uh he went on a school field trip college field trip to a uh, soviet russia where uh, Fun. he uh, ended up getting mixed up with the russian mob and then long story short they robbed a train as as you do as he did and uh, it's a hilarious story about a gruesome crime, but he tells it very funny. And they made a movie about it, and he builds upon the legend. So um, I thought there, there's interesting stuff in it, but uh, I, I would stay home. I wouldn't go out of my way to see it. But the experience itself is a whole other story about seeing the movie itself. But again, another story, another time. At any point in this story, are there actually any machines? Machines! Oh. So um, part of the gimmick is he's a, he's a student taking Russian. However, when he walked into the class, he thought he was taking Spanish. And then the teacher's all like, don't leave the class. If you leave, I don't have enough students. And I can't get my degree or blah, 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 blah. But if you stay, I'll make sure you pass Russia, Russian. No problem. So he did this for four semesters and um, didn't learn a word of Russian. He learned yeah. just enough. And so when he, when when the, the teacher and the chaperones go like, these are our Russian chaperones. They're in the mafia. Don't don't talk to them. Don't hang out with them. Oh, don't, he couldn't don't, talk don't to engage them. with them. He was just, hola, mi nombre oh. es Miguel. And they're like, what? <laughs> what are you doing? What are you talking that. about, dude? You want some vodka? Yeah. Very close, actually, Mike. La Biblioteca. together. Jesus Christ, dude. 
He actually put together enough Russian to give himself an Ow. introduction. However, he still botched it. So instead of saying like, my name is Bert and I put crush pussy, he ended up just saying like, my name is Bert and I'm the machine. And they went, what the fuck did you just say? That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. We got a party with this guy right now. Like, come on here, yeah. Bert Kreiner. I want the machine in my gang. Ever since. He drank all night with them and went, went shot for shot, which is not easy to do with Russian anybody's. No, he's just basically drinking liquid potatoes. It's easy. Oh, there you go. That's why he's so fat. Maybe that's why the Irish and Russians should get along more. Hmm, right? And they fight all the time. Why wouldn't they like each other? It's because the Russians hmm. keep stealing the Irish's potatoes to make vodka. Oh, damn. Controversy ensues. We have better use for your potatoes. So anyway, after that, I saw a better movie called Polite Society, English movie, British movie, uh, stunt chick, lots of kung fu, very funny uh, stuff going on in the background. Uh, wish everybody had seen this. Nobody saw this movie, uh, so I'm glad I saw it when I got the chance to. Uh, that's my very, very short review. We're not going to go any further into it, but everyone should see Polite Society. Wonderful, wonderful. Do you know what I got to over Memorial Day weekend? Did you see the Arnold Schwarzenegger TV series? I did, or did not. You do something better. Fubar. Oh, you do something. I haven't seen Fubar, but I will be watching Fubar, but I haven't watched it yet. It's just a TV show. I wish I could say it was better than that. Although he has, I have seen, or I've seen, I've seen, I've heard on the the rate on the wireless, he uh, does some uh, commercials. I don't, I'm assuming they're nationwide, but I've been listening to them locally, and it's just hilarious. It's just like. I am Arnold Schwarzenegger and I have a new TV show on Netflix and uh, uh, I am a spy and then I, I find out my daughter, oh my God, she is a spy also. And it's just like, he's just basically <laughs> laying out the synopsis of the show. It's hilarious. That it's actually not a bad impression there, Mike. Mike, your impressions get more and more impressive each week. You just, when you're doing Arnold, you just have to imagine that you're choking on something and you really okay. really need to get out what you're about to say like so you check like oh, oh my god i can you give me the heimlich maneuver i ain't gonna do nothing buddy i'm losing it i'm losing it right. no I, I just i just i just remember we did we can i didn't watch fubar um i just did a lot of uh driving upstate to new upstate new york mm. and uh visited Plenty of breweries. That was my hour. And just sat outside in the hot, hot sun with okay. my dog drinking nice. beverages. It was a lot of fun. Okay. Lot of fun. And any breweries stick out to you? Like this one, like hands down, was the best brewery we went to this weekend. Um, there was one. That's yeah, I have to see. Did you ever watch the TV show? Um, uh, Grand Designs. No, never heard of it. It was a British TV show, but I do believe it came over here. But it's basically some obnoxious British guy who uh, follows these like building projects, and they're always like very over the top and lavish and artsy, and and he they they always go over budget, and he always like passive aggressively pokes holes in their plans, and it's just very hilarious. And I'm sure they're very annoyed that he's hanging around. 
but yeah this this brewery was um the one we went to was very good very but it was very lavish but it was called lasting joy brewery which is kind of like a bit of a ugh, name lasting joy yeah Ooh. that's that seems like something martha stewart would brew yeah but the beer was good beer was very good and uh, okay. the space it was like basically a farm with a brewery smack dab in a minute so we just, i just got there had some picnic tables laid out a little blanket chilled out plenty of room for the dog to run around oh dog was having a whale of a time nice. yeah that's that's pretty much what i did and then i, then I uh uh, and then, 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 then on, on Memorial Day itself, relaxed, grilled some burgers, hot dogs, the huge, yeah, the huge, the huge, nice. Um, Lathan, oh, how was your Memorial Day weekend? Well, gentlemen, I spent the entire Memorial Day weekend getting a sweet tan. Unfortunately, I never took my sunglasses off once, so now I look like a fucking reverse panda bear. <laughs> yeah, you okay. got to take the shades off at some point. Because I, I, do you know what I do like? I do like keeping my watch on when I'm tanning, or my wedding oh. ring, you know. So at least you can like shuffle it around, and be like, "Oh, look at that white bit." <gasps> but yeah, the glasses. You definitely have to keep the wedding ring look. on. Oh, yeah. You definitely need to keep the wedding ring on. Yeah. That's a that's it's part of the contract, apparently. Yes. The watch. I don't, yeah, know. I don't know if I want the. I don't want. I don't want this showing up in my tan. Like, oh no, a good watch tan. I think that's good, but the sunglasses yeah. tan is very bad. That's no, you're gonna look like a freak. Yeah. I would have said a reverse raccoon, but a reverse panda bear is also funny. I accept both answers. Yeah. Let us know at enjoywafflebox at gmail.com. Is it a reverse polar bear or a reverse raccoon? And a bear. Anyway, hope everyone enjoyed their Memorial Day weekend. And uh, maybe... Hey, you served. Thank you. Oh, yeah, of course. And if you're dead... Wake up, stupid. Yeah. Cheers, because I'm sure you know. You know, I'm 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 British, so I, you know maybe people are like, "What does he care?" But I, I, the vast majority of the American soldiers that died serving this country in the last hundred years probably served side by side the British people as well. So during a couple of wars, at least, sure. You're my boy, Blue, or whatever your name is, but we respect your service, unless you know. You're listening to this. This is the the, war, the trouble with podcasting. Who knows? Someone could have been like listening to episode 500 of Waffle Box and was wondering, oh, I wonder what 100 sounded like. And so this mm-hmm. this, this could be like September and they're like, Memorial Day, I don't know. So I hope, I hope your previous weekend was great whenever you're listening to this. That's, 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 yeah, that works. That works. Anyway, <clears throat> shall we kick it? Shall we kick this mofo into gear? Episode one hundred. Kick it. Oh, that's that's ah! uh, that's that's hit it. So glad I didn't fall off my stool here. With some top stories, Lathan, could you do me the honor and push that magic button? It's now time for this week's top stories. 
as this podcast progresses, I I shan't ever see a day where I want to change that jingle. That is that's just such a fun ditty. That it sounds like I'm in an elevator going to a party. Hmm. I'm excited about it. Yeah, man. Lots of go-go boots and big, big up hair and, and oh. short skirts. When, when when these doors open, there's going to be some sweet open bar action. Oh, give it to me. It's yeah. Not- Thanks. <laughs> um, Uh-oh. Lathan. Uh, is this giving the people what they want? Is this giving the people what they want? Top story number one. We're going... So speaking of, you know, the, 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 the alcoholic beverage, the fine Australian sparkling wine that you mm-hmm. are drinking, we are speaking... Not a, not a sponsorship, by the way. No. Unless, Snoop Dogg, you do want to sponsor this podcast. Unless you'd like to. I mean, we're open to it, but not a sponsorship. Wouldn't it be hilarious, though, if he did sponsor us, but he That'd chose, like, his... Like, two of the literally like look at you like you're a redhead you're as white as they can be and i'm from england where they literally design white people we are the two whitest people on this planet could you imagine if we're like hey welcome to waffle box brought to you by death row records that'd be great i'd like that yeah death row used to be the motown of hip-hop that's a whole other story though Bottom, bottom. This is for my jeans, and this is for my anyway. You almost got up there. That was almost yeah. good. But anyway, we are speaking of first top stories. We're speaking about some criminals. It's criminals, oh, smooth These criminals, broken the law. Well, they may be smooth by the day's end. Um, so jail staff in the state of Indiana recently was suspicious of an inmate who refused to cooperate during a routine search. Why, oh why, would he not want to cooperate? Um, it took two body scans. Apparently it's a body scan. They're criminals. You know, when they're, I guess they're bringing them in. Two body scans to reveal exactly what this man was hiding. Um, staff made the discovery as they processed him for a stay at Laporte County Jail in Indiana, just in case you want to visit, you know, this summer. Um, The man eventually, quote, reluctantly agreed to an electronic body scan when the jail's assistant commander of operations, which is a fantastic job title, if you ask me, Lieutenant Jeff Holt, quote, observed what appeared to be a foreign object inside the anal cavity of the arrestee. What was in that man's prison pocket, Mike Fish? Let us find out. Um, officials said the man continued to be uncooperative, but a second scan, a short while later, revealed the object that moved slightly. So the first scan didn't, didn't detect this, but I guess the object had moved in between scans. So the second scan revealed that this young man in his prison pocket had a pair of scissors 
I knew it was going to be something sharp and pointy, but still. A pair of scissors? I'm sure the people at home are all thinking the same thing. Which end did he put up there first? Ooh. Well, the pointy end, stupid. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, that seems dangerous. But then again, the, the, whole th the other end doesn't seem fun to put up there first, to be fair. None of it is safe. None of it is safe. First of all, like, well, what if they nothing in your butt is safe? Unless they have like the you know like the the scissors you get at school where they got like the little plastic covering around the oh. the grippy bits. I mean, that's better, but still not safe. Like that's that's still a a foreign object inside your butthole. I'm going to assume because I'm. You may be shocked to find this out, Syrup Squad, Waffle Nation, whatever you want to call yourselves. We don't judge. I haven't spent any time. I haven't done bird. I haven't, you know, I've been, I've kept myself clean. But I'm assuming this young gentleman wanted to use these scissors as a kind of maybe defense mechanism, or he was maybe sent to do a job. I don't know. He. He might also but, like just wrapping gifts in prison all day long. Just, just, you don't want to know where he's hiding the gift wrapping or the tape. My nails grow so quickly. I can't come in here without a pair of scissors. Hmm. I've be never cut my nails with a pair of scissors. Uh, quote, a short time later, the scissors were removed from the arrestee without incident. Spokesperson for the jail added, Captain Derek J. Allen from Laporte County Sheriff's Office said, Lieutenant Holt is commended for relying upon his training and experience and successfully preventing a dangerous edged object from making its way fully into the jail. I would argue that this man doesn't need to be caught because it was in the jail. It was just encased in a butthole. Yeah. They frown on stuff in your butthole in prison, um, as they should, as they should. <laughs> but still, uh, yeah, dude, you you ever go on like one of those, was it Reddit or Tumblr or whatever? Just like here, ten things found in somebody's butt. Like and this is outside of prison. You're just like, how'd you get a light bulb up there? What the, a, a, a mason jar? Why? Oh no, and it broke. Ah. I did hear one story of a guy who had a ketchup bottle removed from his butthole. And his story was that, so this is actually from a, a I believe it might have been a Ricky Gervais stand-up where he mentioned this story. Where, so he, so the story was that he returned from the, the, the store, the grocery store. Mm-hmm. And realized, uh-oh, I've lost my keys or I left my keys in. I've locked myself out of my house. Phew, luckily, that upstairs window is open. So what he planned to do was climb up the, like, the, the gutter, the drain pipe, the gutter okay. pipe, to enter the house via the window and then open the front door and retrieve his shopping. But unfortunately... Oopsie daisy, he fell and landed anus first on the ketchup bottle. That's the story. 
right? Now, the hospital notes for said incident thankfully commented that this story would be more believable if it was for the fact that grocery stores sold ketchup bottles with condoms already attached to them. <laughs> yeah. Like how? Like, hey, if you like putting stuff up your butt, I'm not going to judge you. That's where the male G-spot is. Go for it. Go nuts. Stick things up your butt if you want to. But I'm sure... I'm not. I'm not even thinking right now. Maybe, but there must oh, be. Like if you, if you like sticking things up your butt, treat yourself. Go to the store and buy yourself a nice vibrator or something. Don't catch a bottle. What are you doing? Because then the next time, like, uh, or, or maybe unless he just got off his kicks with like the next day when he was inviting his his mother in law <laughs> around. And she was like, have you got any ketchup? <laughs> have I? <laughs> I just so happen to have a fresh bottle right here. Yep, ah. it's nice and fresh. Enjoy your butchup. I mean, ketchup. This ketchup smells weird, Daddy. Ah, that's just Heinz 57. What are you going to do? <laughs> is the 57th flavor poop? Because this smells bad. I don't think it is. Anyway, there you go. Don't stick scissors up your butt, people, or ketchup bottles. Don't stick. Don't stick anything in your bum. Get your kicks elsewhere. Anywho, next story. As the summer months are fast approaching, and some would argue that summer is already here because I have been out in the backyard all day. This delight it makes me look orange, but I have got a nice tan. It's gorgeous outside. Now, some people in the summer, even some of the winter, you know. I'm not, again, we don't judge here at Waffle Box, but some people like to go camping. Some people like to go camping in the summer cliches. Are you a camper? I've heard. Not much of one, no. I've camped, but it's not my favorite activity by any means. No. Because no, I love nature, but I, I, like, I, I don't want to ever risk, even if there's, only a, if there's like a 10% chance, I don't want to risk having my wake-up call being from a bear right no i'm good yeah and that, that's not that's not a convenient wake-up call either that's usually like four in the morning yeah bears are dicks when it comes to that mm. why i don't get good tips um there but this go. this is a good new place for people who wants to go camping um rhode island because sure that's where people want to fucking go. No one has hmm. ever said, oh, do you know, this summer, should we go on vacation to Rhode Island? Yeah. When I'm not seeing, like, fishing docks, I'm just seeing farming fields. I don't see anything else in Rhode Island. I don't see a city or, like, a, necessarily a town. Like, it's just, it's, it's just two, two just farming fields. And fishing docks, and and I guess some lighthouses, but nothing else. Family Guy was it? Family Guy setting Rhode Island. I don't know. Yeah, someone looked it up. Anyway, but Rhode Island, 
It's now got its biggest tourist spot now because a Rhode Island house that inspired the 2013 horror film The Conjuring is offering okay. fans of the film and amateur paranormal investigators the chance to go, quote, camping or ghost camping. Go, I've already got a problem with that. Because, yeah, I've already, I've already, you know, the, the glamping, which is glamour camping. I've heard of that. But I, I feel that if you go camping in like a really like fancy tent and it's got like nice amenities oh. and all that stuff it's called glamping so yeah you're going camping but you're not the, the, those tents you need an army of 12 people to assemble yeah but I, I, i'm not, not sure they're great but then you're like camping i'm not accepting camping ghost camping anyway um the burraville burrillville structure dubbed the conjuring house after gaining fame from the film said eight campsites have been set up on the property each with four to three person tents the campsites can be rented for 300 to 400 dollars a night and each with its own quite quote quote fright factor rating said to correlate with the spookiness of the camping experience quote visitors are to bring their own equipment to investigate what might await in the darkness nothing because it's not true um because this excursion is sure to test your capacity to experience paranormal end quote the home was not seen in the screen on the conjuring but the residents hosted the quote real life events that served as the basis of the movie Right, I get. I mean, we can unpack this, I guess. Like, let's let's just let's just five minutes, I guess. Let's just believe the ghosts are real, and that the Conjuring is a true story. Sure, why not? Well, well it's definitely based on a real case. Like, no, someone it's... at this. Sure, just like, like, especially there was a family that lived on this farm and they went, some weird shit's happening in our house. And then they went to these two people who are paranormal investigators and then some weird shit's happening in our house. And they're like, we will check out this weird shit happening in your house. And then everything after that is interpretive or abstract or, or whatever you want it to be real or not. Okay. But it, shit, I'm even willing to go like, it's just a family of squirrels in the attic, whatever. But like some people had some shit happen in their house. I mean, I don't know what's going on here. They went to these two people and they investigated the house and then again take that with what you will. Whether it's real or not from there, I don't know. Great movie. Uh, I, I don't know what the, I don't know what those noises are downstairs, but I smell a franchise. <laughs> but it's yeah, it's short, short. It's a it's a real story, I guess, or a real account. But again it's a real case. Real, yeah, okay. Like it's a real case that man said he fell on a bottle of ketchup, but the true story is he was fucking himself with it. Like it's not sure. There's no. I don't know why. You know, I'm not going to knock these people because hey, they're trying to make money. Can't knock the hustle. But 
I really, but are people really going to be turned like, and again, they're the areas on the campsite are all rated differently on their spookiness factor as if I what maybe yeah. like the the closer to their house the more that the ghost is going to fuck with you maybe now, i'm assuming people who do this who pay $400 a night to camp at the conjuring house have seen the conjuring yes it'd be weird if they didn't to be honest at that point like, so at that point, what are you fucking you ex- investigating? If you believe, if you have gone to this far, you believe that the conjuring is true. What are you investigating? Here's what happened: the conjuring came out, a bunch of people saw it and liked it, and then they went to the real house, and that irritated the actual homeowners to no end. Like, oh my god, every day, fifty people come to this house to take pictures, and they leave shit all over the place. We're just gonna start charging people, and that's that's why they're doing this. So like I say, I've, I've got no issue thing. with the ha- homeowners. No issue with the homeowners. Okay. okay. It's the morons paying the money. Yeah, I think some are just. I think some are true believers. I think others are curious. I think some are. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, idiots. Not spec. Not idiots, dude. Uh, morons. When they don't believe it, but they're just uh, skeptical. I believe many are skeptics on this, just like lonely. Yeah. Yeah, I went on that shit. <laughs> and nothing happened. A scroll ran across my face, and I went like, oh my god, it's a ghost. Did you see on the in the what well, look at the video first? Look, the, the, no, the, I know it looks like dust, but those are orbs. Those are orbs. Well, they are orbs, but they're orbs of dust. Like that's what they are. That's what they are. Sorry, folks. So, so as I go. told you a couple of weeks ago, like I went on one of those paranormal tours of San Francisco. Like, you know, it was fun. It was chilly as shit, but it was fun. But did it cost you four hundred dollars? Nah, it was like twenty, less than twenty-five. There you go. That's fine. and then we ended up at a bar. A little bit of a laugh, exactly. It's a, basically a bar crawl. It's like the same as in in London where you do the whole um, what's his face, Jack the Ripper bullshit. It's just basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. A, Glamorous bar crawl. Yeah. Whereas this is you camping. You only get camping, It's in a fancy tent. It's in a fancy tent that you don't have, apparently have to put up or take down. They're clearly going to take care of all your amenities. Well, camp sites. Water. It says camp sites are rented. And then you have to bring your own equipment. So do you have to bring your own tent? Are you literally just paying $400 oh. for the little bit of land? So what unless i misunderstood the story you just told i was assuming they just have camps on the premises already i hope they do because at least that's maybe i misunderstood yeah so yeah so Um, yes i i read it because it's each each with a three to four person tent so i i I, that's it for a free okay yeah all right so at least the tent's provided for you so you haven't got to turn up and put the fucking tent up which some could take like four Three hours, oh, if you're yeah, named yeah. Mike Fish. <laughs> if you're named anybody, those things are nightmares. But there you go. Check that out. Go to the Conjuring Houses website, which is I don't know www dot i have too much time and money on my hands dot com. And that Conjuring is like low key one of the most successful franchises. I'd say second to the Marvel Cinematic Universe right now. It's got the three Conjuring movies. It's got three Annabelle movies. 
Uh, a second Nun movie is coming out. And then uh, we had La Llorona. I think they're making a second one of that as well. Like that's that's eight or nine films I just mentioned there. So no Fast and the Furious though. Hmm. Maybe that yeah. throwback to last week. They, maybe that could be a they, spinoff. They might actually the Fast uh, and the Furious meets the Conjuring. Warner Brothers again. It could be done, but eh, highly unlikely. Um. Probably more realistic than the Fast and the Furious. If that makes you a giggle, Mike. Oh my God, this house is haunted. We need to leave. I don't leave family. There you go. I, I yeah. feel more safe hearing that. Thank you, Ben. Yeah. Indeed, what a guy. Um, identification number diesel. Speaking of people with too much money and not enough sense, this story, ooh, this is an opening sentence. That's a whopper, if you ask me. Mm. Quote, what's covered in gold costs $700, weighs eight ounces, and is edible in Philadelphia? That's a trick question, if ever I heard one. (laughs) Oh, leave Philadelphia. A a cupcake. Answer. Of course, it's a hamburger. I knew, yeah. Jesus Christ. So, if you want to go to Philadelphia... You know I don't. Nope. Nobody does. I'd much rather go to Rhode Island on a camping trip. But uh, if you want to go to Philadelphia, to the Drury Beer Garden in Philadelphia, at the bottom of the main page of the menu is a burger. A quote, very, very expensive burger for seven hundred dollars. Kush, would you let's see if you would like if you want to partake in this? So for seven hundred dollars, you get the quote gold standard burger, and it's a, a wagyu meat burger with caviar. Fresh black truffle, lobster flambéed with cognac, Can't do that. topped with aged Irish cheddar, and drizzled with honey. Sounds disgusting. In a in one burger, thankfully, fries are included, because that that's oh. one thing that fucks me <laughs> off. Whenever I go to a restaurant. And it's a new like thing the, now too. Oh, fries not included. Yeah, yeah. You have to off. you have to pay like. Oh, you want a burger? Okay, yeah. Can I have fries? Oh, that's gonna be eight dollars. Fuck you. No, I want fries with my burger. But luckily, for seven hundred dollars, you get fries with your burger. Um, as is a one ounce pour of Louis the Eighth cognac. Oh, okay. This is all starting to make more sense now. Which, in of itself, fetches around five thousand dollars a bottle. Right. Um, George Tesouris. I apologize if I it looks like he's. If I'm going to guess how the spelling of this is T S I O U R I S. I'm going to guess that he is of Greek heritage, but I could be wrong. Sounds about right. 
Um, a co-owner of the beer garden told local news station NBC10 the gold standard is, is about the joy of cooking. Bullshit. It's, fuck you. it's not the joy of cooking. It's the joy of taking money away from stupid people that want to pay for that. Uh, yeah. This. So just, just to back up one step, did you also say like this is encrusted in like gold flakes or something? Or is it just they're just calling it the gold standard burger. It's got There's... got it's it's gold leafed as well. Gold leafed, okay, yeah, yeah. On the bun, I don't know how edible that gold leaf is. So just I don't, yeah, I don't know why gold leaf has like... become a trend. Putting it in food, I think that's going to tear up my insides. And yeah, that's going to disrupt where my scissors are. No, no, thank you. Mm-mm. So, but we're also allergic to caviar and lobster. Anything that breathes underwater, we can't we can't ingest. That, that, that's what happens with that so um, yeah we would definitely not partake in this but it seems like this is like one of those gimmicks where it's like a two thousand dollar glass of champagne that comes with a diamond at the bottom of it that fetches for nineteen hundred and seventy dollars on its own it's like, and then we give you the heimlich maneuver for free when you choke on the diamond <laughs> How many people have swallowed the diamond? Treating it like like the worm in tequila. Drink the diamond. Drink the diamond. Drink the diamond. I know a dude drank a scorpion. It seemed to be fine, but still, I was just like, you're stupid. <laughs> it's obviously yeah, yeah. dead too, but still, just like, why would you do that? Yeah, I, I, I don't fucking get it. Eating gold food doesn't make you a better person. It makes you a dumbass with too much money. All right. Yeah. yeah well said, Lathan. That sums it up. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> this is definitely like something like, "Look what I spent money on." But it, 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 the combination just doesn't seem like even if it, yeah. it doesn't even t- sound like it tastes good. Like Wagyu burger, but I, I know, I know for a wagyu. fact, like well, freak in Costco, I can get Wagyu beef burgers for a hundred bucks, and it's like a pack of them. How many in that pack? I don't know. Four, I didn't look. Ten? Oh, you should look. You should look. I'm assuming it's more than one. So this is. I would hope so. Just, just for sake of this argument, let's just say it's two. It's probably more, but let's just say it's two. So it's fifty dollars. Let's just say. Let's just say. That's so expensive. Okay. And then. Okay. Add on top of this caviar. Mm-hmm. Mm. Isn't caviar like snail shit or something? Fish eggs. Fish eggs. All right. There's a, there's a specific specific breed of fish eggs um and i've been i i i've been a part of the service industry so i've served la people la. caviar on a tray and a lot of people are just like that that can afford the caviar just like turn their nose over like ew i don't want to eat fish eggs you jerk off but then some folks are like i can't eat enough of this caviar oh oh it's beluga oh my god that means it's like 500 dollars more oh i'm gonna eat seven more of these like they, they eat it just for the sake to say they ate expensive ass caviar all caviar is expensive but still like yeah, I, I mean people have complained how expensive chicken eggs were they were like ten dollars a dozen reason. really thankfully missed that shit but it's fish eggs that fish lay way more eggs than chickens you can get. I like, think we're getting screwed here. Three ounces of caviar for I want to say like eight hundred bucks. 
Three ounces. That's not a lot. No. That's I'll skip that. By, yeah. But then it was a fresh. And it comes in like a little little tin. Like you, you'd see someone uh, get uh, chewing tobacco in. Like it's it's again it's, it's three ounces. But then you spent all your money on that, and then you're like, well, so you just end up sitting on the floor because you had to sell your couch, and then you're like scooping caviar with tostitos, and you're like, what have I done with my life? (laughs) I would like to write a sketch about that, where a guy just like, I gotta try this caviar. So he sold his couch and a bunch of things, and now he's just like, He's maybe got his TV and his little streaming device, and he's got a blanket to keep him warm. But yeah, he's 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 not even using Tostitos. He's like like graham crackers, uh, Frito, Fritos, animal Fritos crackers, <laughs> animal crackers. Mm, too novelty, too uh, novelty. I think you want to go oh, with yeah, Fritos scoop. No, but, but it's, it's... I'll explain comedy later, kid. Don't worry. All right, worry. thanks. Um, quote. We are excited to provide our guests with some amazing, creative, and tasty options with our new menu concepts, he said. However, he said nothing of the gratuity that would come from the tab that included a $700 sandwich, though a 20% gratuity is added from on parties of six or more. So, yeah, if you're, thinking, if you're like keeping the standard of 20%, which is like the average, I guess, that's that's... 700 and then, 140 and then you $840 tip $850. Fuck y'all. Fucking idiots. Fuck you, Philadelphia. But, yeah. <laughs> Fuck Philadelphia. Another reason. You know, you can't know, win. Also, you can't win any sports. So you're just gonna also, try. I didn't know there was like people. oil fields in Philadelphia. Oil fields and conflict diamond mines are apparently all over Philadelphia now that they just are serving this at a restaurant. But even even if cost, even if money was no option, even if I was like Jeff Bezos, oh, it sounds disgusting. It still sounds disgusting. A burger with caviar, truffle, lobster, flambe with cognac, cheese, and honey. There's just too much flavor in there. I don't like that. No, I'm passing. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, a lot of conflicting flavors going back and forth, like. Yeah, again, I don't know what lobster or caviar tastes like, but the two of those together. You sure? Oh, no. Okay. And then I was like, sure, you know what lobster tastes like, but if you're allergic, then maybe not. No, I wouldn't. If you, unless it tastes like chicken, then I know what chicken tastes like. Wait, how do you know if you was allergic uh, to lobster and that she tasted lobster? The doctor fucking gives you a test and tells you, yeah, don't eat that shit. What did, what did they do? Get a lo- Did they like, pull out a live lobster and just rub it on you and saw the rash? Kind of. Kind of. Did you did you did you come out in a rash watching Little Mermaid? Yes, but for different reasons. Ooh. More than that to come. More than that to come. Yeah, don't ask people. Don't like. Just just avoid Philadelphia. I think that's the. Ooh. That's the yeah. that's the story. Well that's said. the. What's the word? What's the, that's the 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 your public service announcement? Yeah, the more you know. The moral of the story. There, we, that's what I'm saying. Moral of the story is stay as far away from Philadelphia as possible because they will try to get you 
spend seven hundred dollars on a dumbass burger. And it's not even like the place. The place isn't doesn't even sell the Drury Beer Garden. Like, hey, I love a beer garden. Get get me to a beer garden every single day, especially in the summer. But a beer garden spending set that like, costing that like, charging seven hundred dollars for food. Oh, fuck you. Oh, wait, also, the, every restaurant seems to just go through chefs and cooks like Kleenex. So whoever came up with this menu, assuming the menu exists after they quit or get fired, like the next guy who picks up, and then on that one day, like, ah, I've been here 50 days, 57 days. What do you mean someone wants the Wagyu burger, the, the $800 Wagyu? I don't I don't know how to cook that. What, what if, wait, what? Is, is, is the recipe of the notes here? What, you, you should tell them not to order that. You should tell them. I, and then food poisoning in, 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 in How could you, because I mean, if it's a beer garden in Philadelphia, even at just how good do you feel? Like you're, you're sitting there eating your $700 burger while you look over a, a guy in a fucking string vest scratching his balls. Whilst he's passing peanuts to his dog, you know, yeah, look at me, I'm living my best life. Just don't do it. They, they don't probably don't feel one penis. way or the other about that. Oh, don't feed your Dumb. dog penis. That's also a good PSA. Dumb. I imagine that's bad. Speaking of dumb, segue. I think it's about time we talk about some people achieving things in their lives. It is now time to raise a glass and toast to this week's dumb world record of the week. 100 of these. Why? Why? Why would I? Why? 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 Why would you want to do that? Uh, this week's Dumb World Record comes to us from Italia. Mamma mia. That's, uh, mamma, it's a me, Mario. Etc. Etc. <laughs> the land of really tan white people. Yes. But don't be, don't be, don't be fooled. They're white too. Um, I watched Mario. Well, I watched. I watched the Super Mario movie after Sylvester night. Stallone beat Ivan Drago on Christmas. That's when we let them be white people. Also, that's another reason Philadelphia is stupid. They've got a statue up of Rocky Balboa. Like Philadelphia, you're celebrating a fictional character played by someone who's from New York. Do better. Just snorted. Anyway, have you seen the Bill Burr rant where he just cusses out Philadelphia for eleven minutes? Yes, it's Wonderful. my alarm clock. It wakes me up every morning. Ooh, I like that. Ooh, I hate is strong in this one. Fucking Philadelphia. Anyway, this week's dumb world record is comes to us from an Italian llama. So a llama belonging to an Italian farmer broke the Guinness World Record when he jumped over a bar placed at the height of four feet, 
three inches. Okay. Walter Mayer. Wait, so yeah, feel free to interrupt because I'm trying to pre- prepare myself how to pronounce this uh, location. I, I just, I just want to say I don't even know like what the average jump for a llama. I didn't know llamas could jump, but I, yeah, I, why wouldn't they be jumping? But four feet three inches. That's okay. Yeah, I'm soaking that in. That's I couldn't jump four feet three inches, at least without like holding on to the fucking thing and then scooting over. Right. I, 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 I probably. Yeah, I could, I could get up for three inches, but it wouldn't be very graceful. No, no, definitely would not. Not my ass crack would be showing and everything. It'd be embarrassing. Ooh. Embarrassing. Um, but Walter Mayer of Sopra Bolzano bought his llama. Oh, Jesus Christ. Even the, the llama has a name. Boateng de Oro. That's a very convoluted name for a llama. Just call it Dave. <laughs> or Giuseppe. Or Pinocchio. Or Mario. Anything at Mario. Call it fucking Mario. Yeah. So he brought his llama to attempt the record on the set of Italian TV show quote Lo Show de Record. I don't speak Italian, but I'm going to assume that means the show of records the record show the record show yeah the llama attempted to break the high jump record twice but he touched the bar both times oh boateng what do you like um mayor theorized that the tv studio might have been affected boateng de oro's focus yeah, this llamas needs good focus. So the decision was made to make a third attempt in a calmer environment. This dude really fucking wanted his llama to be in the Guinness World Records. Jesus. I mean, who doesn't who doesn't want their llama in the book? I know I do. <sighs> so a Guinness World Records adjudicator visited Mayor's farm five days later, and thankfully Boateng de Oro easily cleared the bar otherwise there's he would have been shot i'm sure he'd been put down if he hadn't like you're embarrassing me did you bring us any food home tonight you know i did what did you bring us llama for your mama boom that's a t-shirt so Congratulations, I guess, to Boateng de Oro, the Leaping Llama, for being the Guinness World Record holder for highest bar jumped over by a llama. I, 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 yeah, I guess. Fan-fucking-tastic! That llama has achieved more in its (laughs) life than I have! Yeah. Um, Sorry to say, uh, Toe fungus has achieved more than you have in a lifetime lately. I know. But we're, we're getting there, buddy. We're getting there. You're brand new. Don't worry. I love this record, though. This does this does go it's into It's definitely the... the most unique record we've covered in the last 100 waffle boxes. Or 25 hours. Everything we've covered has been by a human. This is... Oh, how dare you. <laughs> <laughs> how dare you. <laughs> 
How is very dare you? You know I'm sensitive about my math skills. <laughs> but yeah, that this that, that it, this this is one of the possibly one of the most, if not, you know, remind my me of my memory, but the we've never had a picking a, things a, out a of a Guinness hat like world record. This is the, the Guinness World Record for the highest bar jumped over by a llama. Like Jesus. Yeah. We've never had an animal. Story oh, this is the first animal world show. record. That's what I'm talking about, man. It's a special occasion. Yeah, bring up my math skills. So congratulations. Well, I, don't, I don't like the fact that Walter Mayer of Sopra is brought up so many times in this story because he didn't do anything. Well, he had to fucking make the llama jump. Like, he beat um, the shit out of that llama till it could jump. Like, he didn't, he didn't just see the thing like, wow, he jumped so high. Maybe. Oh, mamma mia. <laughs> well, maybe. It's a me. Unlikely, though. Unlikely, though. Oh, Walter? Is that is that an Italian name? No, it sounds Walter. It sounds Polish. Yeah, he's a fraud. But yeah, congratulations to Boateng de Oro. Which does anyone know what that means in Italian? Because I feel it like because Boateng normally like, normally you just give your animals one name, yeah, like right. Cher or Prince. Okay. Boating de Oro. Anyway, um, congratulations on that llama for breaking the world record. I'm sure other llamas now will be inspired by his story. <laughs> we'll, we'll be speaking about more llamas breaking world records. When it's time to make $800 burgers out of llama, I can't wait for it to be you. I wonder Maybe what llama tastes else. like. Do you reckon llama tastes good? If it's seasoned well, sure. I remember, because I've mentioned before on the show, I remember I had um, chili made out of bison. And that shit was good. Oh. I've had bison burgers thanks to Fud Ruckers, and those are good. What's your Ostrich tastes better. What did I say? Fud Ruckers, I don't know. It's, it sounds naughty. It's I I I believe that's the point. It's it's that restaurant that's got a bunch of shit hanging on the walls inside. Oh. Um, as I said, I ate a two pound burger. Um, uh, not in any record time. They didn't time me. They just wanted to make you ate the whole thing. Plates clean, sir. And then they took a photo of me and hung me on the wall. Um, and then I went back and did it again like a year later, and and then the place closed down, so it didn't matter. Oh, did you at least get to? Take your photo? No, because I didn't know when the place closed down. Ah, uh, oh, so, oh, so, uh, you, so you returned. It was like, hey, I, I want, you know, I, I'm, you know, I've got a beard trim now. I'm looking better. Maybe I should do this again to update my photo. And then it was, you walked up there and it was like, no, nah, this is, the, this is the, uh, an Applebee's now. And you're like, oh, fuck. Well, so like there's, when I first did it, there's only like a small handful of, Polaroids, Polaroids on the wall, and then they took my photo, and I came back a couple months later, and then there were more oh. Polaroids on the wall, and you're just like, oh, I feel less special. In fact, I feel so less special. They they literally put my photo right above a trash bin here. 
Oh my god. Oh, they moved the they moved trash. your photo? No, no. That I think that's where they originally placed it. Again, oh. like they took my photo and they're like, it's gonna hang over here, Mr. Cushes. Like, no, 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 no. They just took my photo and then they finished out their shift or whatever they did. I went on with my day, etc. etc. Never what actually would be worse? see it on the wall. What's worse, if they if they originally put your photo above the trash can or if they moved your photo to the trash can? Moved to the trash can for sure. Yeah, maybe. Because if they just put it above the trash can, then I feel like this is this is the only placement we have at this point to keep it aesthetic. But if they're like, fuck this guy. Like, we gotta have the, the slamming salmon hanging up here, so take this guy's photo and put it by the trash can. Like, and then I would feel denigrated. But no, it's it's yeah. it's a fuck either way. It was a fuck either way. Still, it's it's but a memory twice. that they can never take away from you. Except for they, Bud Ruckers. Anyway, right. On that note, I feel that it's time for me to top up my beverage. We're already an hour in. Good lord. Fuck it, we're just taking our time tonight. It's our 100th episode. Who gives a fuck? It's a celebration. Enjoy yourself, bitches. So yeah, we'll be back shortly after this break. So smoke them if you got them. Refill your drinks. And we will be right back after this short break. Dress code will be enforced. Yeah, don't don't be showing up on somebody like me. Shoes and shirts needed. For service of this podcast. You no shirts, no bastards. shoes, no dice. Exactly. Anyway, bear right back. Ah, giving the guys pie, huh? How'd you guess? Plain pie. No, cherry pie. They like Sure they do pie. Shouldn't they? Yeah. Shouldn't they? Yeah. Wouldn't they love it more with Cool Whip? The fresh whip taste of Cool Whip topping. Makes pie. Fruit. Any dessert better. And only 16 calories a serving. So couldn't they? Shouldn't they? Yeah. Wouldn't they love it more with Cool Whip? Yeah. It's now time for the middle of the show quiz. Box episode 100. Still to come, we've got a Little Mermaid movie review. We'll be announcing the winner of our $100 Amazon gift card giveaway. Ooh. But it is now the middle of the show, so of course, it's the perfect time to quite frankly ask me for the middle of the show quiz. This week's quiz is inspired once again by a birthday, and as it is Wednesday. May 31st. It is, of course, the 47th birthday. And quite frankly, I I thought he was older than this. The 47th birthday of one Colin Farrell. Oh, God bless him. God bless that man. I, so he did, maybe it's because he's just been, always been around. He's been around for a fucking long time. But yeah, 47. Good, good for him, he's I guess. Definitely been around for a long time. However, he's... He's uniquely that one dude that like men didn't get intimidated by when he first started coming up. Uh, example, Brad Pitt, 
dudes hated Brad Pitt in the early 90s. And then he like made Fight Club and they're like, go Brad Pitt. I want to see everything this dude's in. That's a true story. That is a true story. But Colin Farrell is just like, this guy can't do anything wrong. Like, I only want to see more Colin Farrell. Phone Booth. What a movie. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Phone Booth is a lot of fun. Phone Booth is highly underappreciated. Oh, 100%. I don't know if it's a great movie. I don't know if it's a good movie, but yeah, Phone Booth, Phone Booth rocks. Maybe it's because, yeah, people like well, it's Die Hard in a phone booth. It's a really, this is a really good. This is a really. I think this is a good movie, and then like no one else gives a shit. And I was like, what the fuck? So that's why I care more about it. But obviously, yes. So the middle of the show quiz, quiz is where I give five questions. Kush, obviously, the name of the game is try to get at least three out of five, if not five out of five, for the clean sweep. And so, as you would not be shocked to hear, these questions are Colin Farrell. Themed. So, Kush, hey, I'm only going to be okay at this. If I'm anything less than okay at this, I'll be disappointed. Well, you did all right last week with Toy Chong knowledge. So, you might surprise myself or yourself, I guess. All of us. So, Kush, Hayes, are you ready to be quizzed on Mr. Colin Farrell? I'm ready, Sensei. Hmm. Colin James Farrell was born in Castlenock, a suburb of which Irish city? I'll give you a clue. It's uh, yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> I was going to say, I'll give you a clue. It's probably the only Irish city you know. It was, in fact, Dublin. Irish city I know. 1,000% yeah. correct, Mike Fish. Give yourself 10 points for that. Boop, 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 boop. Question number two. Colin's father, Eamon Farrell, played professionally in which sport? Bonus point if rugby. you can name the team, but I bet you will be able to. I won't be able well, to, but rugby? 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 Rugby. Oh. It was football slash football. soccer. Uh, he, played, he played for Shamrock Rovers I, FC, which is... See, I felt like football felt too obvious. Um, but I should have just said football. So one and one so far. I'm in my own head. I'm in my own head. If Taylor Swift has taught, taught us anything, shake it off, cliches. Just it, shake it, it off. I, I watched that video before every waffle box. <laughs> anyway, question number three. Colin was inspired to become an actor after being, quote, brought to tears by watching what movie? Hmm. And so you remember, again, I'm going to help you out here. So he's 47 years old, which means he was born in, what, 1975, 1976? I'm not good at that. We've established that in the, in the Waffle Box. Mid-70s. Mid-70s. He's, he's a mid-70s mid baby. Okay. 
uh, Star Wars. Who the fuck would be brought to tears watching Star Wars? So many man babies. So many 47-year-old man babies. No, I am your father. Oh, thank God. oh my God. He just... Well, that's Empire Strikes Back. However, however... Yeah, there's so many hate with them. <laughs> no, it's not Star Wars. It was E.T. the extraterrestrial. Yeah, I like E.T. I've never liked the movie. Specifically, Henry Thomas's performance. Okay. In E.T. brought yeah, him to tears, which inspired okay, him it. to become an actor. Fascinating. I wonder if he knows that. Henry Thomas. I'm sure he does by now. If Maybe he doesn't, he does now, because obviously Henry Thomas, huge Waffle Box fan, loves huge the show. Loves the show. Question number four. Which television show did Colin Farrell make his return to television as he started out in TV in the UK? Fun fact. So which show did Colin Farrell return to TV in 2015? Might be an easy one. Scrubs. Oh, 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 oh. Yes, he, he did appear in an episode of Scrubs, but I, I, let me, oh, let me extend the question just for the, I'll give you that. Because he was, he did appear in an episode of Scrubs, but as a, I guess, a main character that appeared in more than one episode in 2015. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, Shameless? I really don't know. No. <sighs> American Shameless? It was True Detective. He was in True Detective on HBO. Oh, really? Yeah. What season? That's not the first season. It, I don't know. I just saw he was in eight episodes and I was like, oh, that would be a fun fact. I'll put that in the quiz. Okay. Maybe, I don't know, two? Sure. Two? Two had, right, but, um... Technically, because of the way I worded the question, I'll, I'll allow you to have that. So it's two, you're two and two. I'll allow hey. it. I'll allow it. And his episode, when he was in Scrubs, that was You said 2015, and I was like, oh my god, Scrubs? I, I remember seeing that episode in 2008. Oh my god. Yeah, I was insane. Wait, is he an Irish brother? Or an Irish... Brother. For shizzle minizzle. That was funny. Top of the mizzle minizzle. That was it. That was the line. Fantastic stuff. Check it out. Go to scrubs. Watch scrubs. Alright, question number five. This is the deciding question. Tiebreaker. So tense. Because she doesn't. Oh my god, he doesn't. Doesn't want to live with the embarrassment of losing the quiz on the 100th episode of Waffle Pop. Not on the 100th. Oh, How am I gonna feed my family if I don't win this one? Indeed. It's gonna feed your family of a Snoop Dogg champagne. Question number five. Oh. I, I... By the way, champagne is fantastic. Champagne. 
Uh, question number five. Which famous 1800s outlaw did Colin bring back to life to the big screen in 2001? Was it Jesse James? Wow! Yo, win! No way! What it movie? was indeed Jesse. Oh, you didn't know? Down, 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 down. Your ass better call somebody down. Is that a different, Jesse James? Oh, that was Road Dog, Jesse James. Sorry, that's a different. Could you oh, imagine wow, Colin Farrell playing Road Dog Jesse James in his biopic? He would do a better job than the original Road Dog Jesse James. Sure. Burn. I don't know if Burn. I rap as well, though, to be honest. Just the facts, ma'am. Like, what can't Damn. Colin Farrell do? Uh, anyway, anyway, this wasn't Burn Road Dog Night. Um, what movie? Because the one um, American say, Outlaws. Like, that probably... outlaws i gotta look that up because i remember watching a movie i don't remember colin farrell being in it but i was it jesse james is the good guy in it and i was like this is some bullshit and jesse they're, james they're from a confederate family and they're a confederate family i'm like i was like what is happening how did this get past everything like this why, why this are they trying like to make specific... me feel bad for the slave owners what the fuck jesse james definitely wasn't a slave owner but still um but still Okay, American Outlaws. I got. I'm gonna. I'm going to the IMDb right now while you set up the next gimmick. Do it. There you. Go. But there you go. Congratulations, Kush. Hey, it's getting three out of five on the Colin Farrell's birthday wow. edition. I don't know quiz, but it's now That's time one. because I know, as I say, we're reaching the summer, the summer months of 2013, and you guys and gals. Oh uh, yeah, you know, trying to impress the uh Scott Con. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I saw this shit. Brilliant. Kush Hayes has confirmed he saw American Outlaws. I'm not there. I'm not there just yet. Ali Larder. Oh. And, Kathy uh, Bates. Oh shit, I did see this shit. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, Timothy yeah, Dalton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I saw this on DVD through Netflix when it was mailing you dvds and i was like this is the weirdest fucking movie i've ever seen because again they're those who don't know about jesse james jesse james like robbed a bunch of banks killed a bunch of people he was an outlaw for the not even for the sake of being an outlaw like he was a fucking legit criminal he was a bad person and this movie is like yeah i'm i'm all about family and you know sure we're a confederate family but like we hang out with this indian fellow but however this is like He's one of the good ones. He kills Yankees. That's what Kathy Bates says, who's Jesse James's mom. But yeah, um, do you remember? I forget the name of the band, but like, burr, 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 burr. click, click, boom. That was the theme. The live movie. If you say so, yeah. If you say so, they. Uh, it was. It was a two. It's one of those Wait, movies Saliva's like, click, click, boom was in the soundtrack. Of- American Outlaws. American Outlaws. Yeah. That doesn't. That, hey, it's, I it's, love again, that it's song. One of those movies where it gets like, me it hyped up, summer. but that that doesn't deserve to be in it's that movie. It's a great song. It was one of those movies where like it came out in the summer of 2001, but then made video post 9/11. 
So you're just like, what the fuck? Like, I'm already confused about life as it is, but like, why am I watching a movie about Jesse James being a good guy? What what is happening here? What is um? Completely forgot Colin Farrell was in that shit. Thank you, Waffle Box. You're welcome. Thank you. So the the only like quote rock song deserves to be in that kind of movie is um wanted dead or alive by bon jovi sure they probably they probably couldn't get the rights for that or or it was too expensive or whatever but yeah saliva's click click boom that shit was there Fun fact that I'm sure I've mentioned on a previous Waffle Box, but John Bon Jovi has the best service station here in New Jersey. Oh, he has a gas station? Really? He has a he has a service station named after it's the Bon Jovi uh, service station. It's fantastic. Yeah, why not? Okay. Here's a shake shake. Do they only play Bon Jovi in the They in don't, the which is which is a crime if you ask me. Uh, probably not for the employees. The employees are probably like <laughs> We, we love I, Mr. Bon Jovi, but uh, and they air a shift. Ah, oh, fuck. Oh no, this is from his experimental album. Oh, three o'clock. Why is always three o'clock? Anyway, let's save some people from terrible yeah. date night experiences. As Jesus Christ, we are. We're already an hour and twenty in, and I'm feeling slightly intoxicated. So yeah, let's baby. crack on with this week's trapdoors segment. Ah! Factory. All right, trapdoor segment this week. And we are still working our way through the alphabet for date night ideas. And we are on the letter I. I for intercourse. But that is not one of the options. Is that so, not one of the options? Oh, this is the worst fucking game ever. Uh, we, we, we didn't do fucking or finger banging for F. We're not doing intercourse for I. Intercourse is a scientific term. More right. asterisk, small print. In the, in the terms and conditions. So, as always, so this is for the like the first, second, or third days before the get to know you period. Before you get to know them, but it's during the getting to know you period. Um, so I'm going to give Kush four different options of date night ideas, and he has to show his working and work out which one is the worst one, so we can send it down the trap door, and no one has to ever go through that horrible experience ever again. You're welcome for this public service. Um, okay, so the four ideas. Again, I went to the website to get the everybody got ideas. And these are the four best ones to come up with. Ooh. All right, so quit option number one. Would you like to take insemination? Your <laughs> no, not insemination. Okay, intercourse, insemination. Um, yeah, anyway. Um, would you like to take them to an Irish pub? Option number two. 
Would you like to take them to improv classes together? Ooh. Option number three, ice bar, which I don't know, for some Sorry. reason, I feel I'm going to have to explain what an ice bar is to Kush Hayes. Oh, ice bar. Yes, you should. Ice bar. I didn't even hear correctly. It's basically a, like a, a, a bar, an igloo bar, and then you only get like a certain amount of time in there. And then when you get there, you have to reserve time and you get in there and they give you jackets and you sit in, in this fucking big giant igloo and you have a couple of cocktails and then you fuck off. A nice bar. Okay. Mm. Sure. And option number four, which is Rocky Balboa's favorite, is taking oh, them ice skating. So Irish pub... Improv classes, ice bar, or ice skating. Cushes. Over to you. So, Irish pub is not a bad date. You, it's better than taking this chick to just a bar. It's, it's literally. Irish bar know, has some bar. character it's, to it. It has some character to it. They also serve food. Majority Chip of pie. The bars I've been to actually serve very good food. All right, it's you know it's casual. There's a game there, like hey, you want to play fucking shuffle puck? All right, cool, whatever. Air hockey, we can do that. Oh, uh, there's pool. You know how to play pool? Great, I can learn. Whatever. Anyway, um, Irish pub, you're safe. Ice skating. Coach Hayes, who doesn't come from a land of ice, you know it's California. Despite the fact that we have three hockey teams, we have no snow, so. Maybe once every 15, 20 years, we get some ice on the pond, but I, say, you know, it's a I wouldn't, recommend anyone go, wouldn't recommend anyone go skating on it. Um, having said that, though, like ice skating, yeah, it's it's a cute scene from Rocky, so, you know, it can be done. <laughs> is it cute? I, I even did it. Is it cute? Yeah. yeah. All, I, all I remember is the hilariousness of him getting interrupted while he's trying to get to know this woman every now and again. Six minutes. Yeah, and then he's scared. Five minutes. He's under the he's under pressure. He's under the gun. It's a yeah. It's a cute scene. Don't worry about that. And the the whole time countdown is like, oh thank God, we only got five minutes left in this scene. Woo! Anyway, by the way, the, the, if Adrian wasn't just a movie character, she would also be like, oh my God, thank God, we only got four more minutes. I gotta do this shit with this weird Neanderthal from Philadelphia. Uh, I hope he takes me home bashing. and fucks me in front of his turtles. <laughs> I promise you shouldn't say that. Um, now we come down to the next two, and I don't know which is worse, dude. Honestly, like the ice bar or the improv class. Like I've, I was in. There was some improvisation one night and I somehow got put in an improv class or an improv show, I should say. And I had to fucking perform that shit with no training, no whatsoever. All I knew was yes and. And um, things got super awkward. It wasn't a date by any means, but I don't know if that was more awkward than just hanging out in an igloo on, an ice, on a bar stool made of ice and going like, huh? This this cold champagne is nice, baby, but you know we gotta get out of here in thirty minutes. Yeah, cheers. Uh, 
Hmm. I'm going to say the ice bar just because I've never done it. I've been ice skating. I fall on my butt all the time. Can't do it anymore because we're now over 40. But uh, yeah, I would say the ice bar, unless we're doing that thing where we're the whole sole intention is to cuddle and to get more close and snatch that first kiss. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Ice bar's got to go. If you want to do it, ice bar's got to go. No more ice. Folks, did I make the right decision? You need to get back to us at WaffleboxPod on Twitter. Hashtag WaffleBox100. At WaffleBox100. Even at 100. Ah, so there we go. Ice bar is dead. All right. Right, before we hand it back over to Kush to review a movie. I thought it was time to make someone a little bit richer. It's time to make a little richer. Oh, shit. So over the past three weeks, we've been giving out some keywords, winning words, which my memory serves me correctly. I haven't got them written down, but I believe they were pumpernickel, hoopla, and bumfuzzle. Bumfuzzle three keywords. And so all you had to do was send those three keywords, pumpernickel, plum, bumfuzzle, in an email to enjoy box at gmail.com and you be entered into a draw for a $100 Amazon gift card. And I am proud to announce that the winner is Alex O of Houston, Texas. All right, Alex O. I laid out plastic all over the floor just in case the, the you murdered someone tonight in case I murdered someone tonight yes yes and um but yeah Improv. I thankfully had some some caps loaded in my cap gun here I, and, and and now there's there's confetti all over my floor thankfully it's uh most of it's on the plastic fantastic most of it confetti on the floor is much better than sperm and blood as, as the my saying goes, that. hashtag confetti better than spam. Anyway, yeah. So cheers, Alex. So thanks very much for watching slash listening. Um, from his notes, I believe he watched us. Technically, he watched us on Spotify because you can get the okay. You can get the video version on Spotify. No, no, it's pretty. Spotify cool. has a video version. But that means mm. he's literally just looking at his phone like this for an hour and a half a night. These guys are funny. I especially like that handsome man, Kush Hayes. Mike Fish does some stuff, hand. too. <laughs> oh, I can make the jokes now because my hair is receding, but I've still got some. So I'm 
you can still make them for a very limited amount of time. Uh, yeah, but I've got, I, I, I got to take the take advantage of it. I've got to take advantage of it. Yeah. And as I, I'm in the northeast, the weather is getting. Uh, I am. I haven't yet put the ACs back in. I am. This suit jacket is. It's warming up the you old have, cockles. You have to, you have to install and uninstall your air conditioning seasonally. Yes, that's upsetting. Like I've got two fans running right now, and they're just there. Well, the fan is doesn't matter what day it is. It's a fan, right? Yeah, two. Of them. That's not. You can't compare a fan to an AC unit. Sure, I can. I've got a small space. But then, yeah, so I have to like get these big fucking AC units and then open up the window and slot it in and then make sure it doesn't fall out the window and kill someone during the summer months. Oh. And then it goes, I almost did that. And it fucking, I know exactly. It's fucking noisy. And so throughout the summer months, I fall asleep while listening to podcasts because otherwise I have to try to fall asleep with fucking ACs. That's my impression of an AC unit. All right. Not better than your Colin Farrell impression, but cool. It's also the same impression as a walrus. Oh, shit. I like that. But not many people know that. Anyway, congratulations. Alexo, Houston, Texas. Uh, Just confirm, if you could... Uh, send me an email at enjoyablebox.gmail.com with the email that you use for your Amazon account and I'll shoot you over your $100 for you to spend. But it's now time for us to get controversial. Oh my God, we're getting controversial Ooh. here on Box episode 100 because now we're talking about uh, a mermaid who's, who's a person of color. Apparently, people got upset with that. Anyway, it's now time for this week's Cushy's movie and review. Cushy's movie review. Woo! Cushy's movie review, Woo! episode 100. If you Dude, are watching, this is the... my 100th review on the Waffle Box. Yeah, don't brag. I mean, it's kind of incredible. So I've been doing movie reviews for like the last six years. Did we do a movie been... review every week? Um, every week. Uh, and when I didn't do a movie review, we reviewed like a TV series. Was, but the, I'm, I'm trying like, to... I we... saw Squid... Mike Fish made me watch Squid Game. And holy shit, this was amazing. Like, if it wasn't a movie, it was a TV series from Netflix that you could just burn through immediately. No, I'm just being protective. Oh, yeah. I'm just wondering, did you did you review something on episode one? Because I know episode one was yes. very loose. Episode one was loose, but I recall reviewing something on that. I don't know. We have to go back. I've that's that's been my half my gimmick is I, I review a movie. All right. For the sake of argument, I'll let you let you off with that one. Anyway, this week's oh, you're movie review. That. Thank you, sir. Um, if you are watching the standalone video on YouTube of the Little Mermaid review, um, just to give you a little bit of a heads up, we are now currently one hour 30 into the show, hence why I'm slurring my words slightly. 
Um, but yes, we are talking about The Little Mermaid. It's the controversial movie where they, oh, can you believe mermaids? Oh no, I like my mermaids white as God made them. Why are these fuck? Why are they? <laughs> oh. Anyway, that's how people sounded on the internet. Good chase, Little Mermaid, live action version. How's it go? We are talking about the 2023 re edition of 1989's Little Mermaid. It's PG 13, it's two hours and 15 minutes. It, which means it's 52 minutes longer than its original predecessor. Um, that is honestly my biggest complaint about this movie. We always talk about time, but there's no reason that this movie should have been an hour longer than the original. Um, they took out some songs and then they added some songs. And it's like, I get why you took out the song about the homicidal chef who wants to kill Sebastian the crab. I get why you took that out. So, but then we don't need Lynn Manuel or Miranda to come up with a rap for the seagull scuttle and then he call fucking it scuttle loves rapping butt. that guy. I don't mind him rapping, but the whole scene is just out of place. Like, what? What is? What? What? What is happening here? Why? Why am I listening to Aquafina give this third grade rap attempt? Um, anyways, as you said, Mike Fish, this movie was riddled with consequence or, or controversy. Controversy when it was announced that Miss Hallie Bailey, not to be confused with Hallie Berry, and a lot of people have gotten confused with that. It's, I get it. I mean, yeah, I, I get it. it. Mama and Papa names. Bailey, what were you thinking? I don't know. Anyways, they knew what they were. Um, yeah. The, the only people who should be offended by this movie are Danish people. And I have a feeling that since 1989's Little Mermaid, they're like, Oh, you mean that movie that kind of based on our book, but is doesn't take place in Denmark? It takes place in the Caribbean. Yeah, who gives a shit? Whatever. But she's a beautiful woman. She can sing. Okay, good. Like that's my terrible Danish impression. Um, yeah, no one could give a shit about this. The mermaids are not real. It's, and it's you a, know it's what? Because it's a mythological creature. It's a I mythological creature. Um, what Disney did right is. One of the main attributes of 1989's Little Mermaid is that she's a redhead. That's it. Halle Bailey in this, her aerial, it's a redhead. There you go. Objective. Oh, so you're happy. There we go. I was happy. As long as Kush is happy with a hashtag red red hair matters. Yeah. (laughs) Redhead day is coming up. August, uh, last week of August. Get your gift ideas in. Ooh, please bring me all the gifts for the Redhead Days Festival. This is directed by Rob Marshall. If you're not familiar with that name, he uh, did the Mary Poppins sequel in 2018, Poppins Revenge. He's also done uh, Chicago and Memoirs of a Geisha. This is written by David Maggi, who also is responsible for Poppins Revenge, and then did uh, most recently A Man Called Otto, but uh, Academy Award winner, nominated at least, Life of Pi. Again, this is uh, based on the Hans Christian Andersen short story. Loosely based. Loosely based meaning there's a mermaid, there's water, there's a prince, Make the uh, there's a sea witch, make the rest of it up. Anyways, 
Halle Bailey plays Ariel. Melissa McCarthy plays Ursula. Uh, Javier Bardem plays King Triton and is maybe the best thing about the movie, to be honest. Um, David Diggs plays Sebastian the Crab, who apparently spent many months trying to work on this accent when he could just talk like this. Mike! Why don't you kiss the girl? Why don't you kiss the girl? Kiss the girl, man! It's very creepy, that Trembly. scene. Even in the original, that's very creepy. Kiss the girl. I disagree, but that's okay. Do it. Kiss her. There's a time rush on it, man. Kiss her. Go on. Yeah, you want to. Jacob Tremblay plays Flounder, and Aquafina plays the Seagull Scuttle. Um, (laughs) This movie is weird, and I've already said there's a time factor. It shouldn't be as long as it is, but what's weird is like you've got photorealistic animals like the seagull, like Flounder, who's a flounder, Um, but uh, the crab, but then it's just talking. It's t- it, like, I don't know why this works in The Lion King and not here. I think because there are humans and humanoid creatures, being the mermaids, um, that when like you see like a real photo risk, photorealistic crab, but you know, its eyeballs are up here. And, and, and it's, it's talking, it's talking, it's singing, and you're like, well, this is just, this is just weird. <laughs> yeah, this isn't sitting right. This is, this is that uncanny valley I keep hearing about. Um, yeah, the, the movie's fine. If your kid who that is under the age of 10 doesn't care about, oh my God, why is this movie two hours and 15 minutes long? They're going to be fine. Parents take a nap, during the, which is what my mom did through every, every children's film she took me to when I was 12. Uh, yeah, just do that. It's, the movie's fine. It's okay. Is it going to win any awards? I don't think so. Should I hate it? Absolutely not. Is uh, anything to get upset of? Of course not. Um, yeah, like you said, Mike, the biggest controversy of this thing going into it when this was just still in pre-production was Halle Bailey. Anyone who has a problem with her can suck all the dicks. Beautiful woman. I don't know if she's a great actress, but a great singer. Like she kills all the music in this, dude. Very good. If you're into musicals, this is for you. You're gonna love it. Um, Aquafina. There, I hate Aquafina from Ocean's Eight. I hate Jive talking Aquafina. But you know what? She hasn't been that since Ocean's Eight. And then she did the farewell. And then she was just Nora from Queens. And that is where big fan of Nora from Queens. Great show. Great show. Never seen the show, but I I, oh, it's, I, I understand the whole it's premise. Okay, that's great. That's great. And I like she was, Nora of course, in um, the Marvel movie. Shang-Chi. And guess what? Her performance in Shang-Chi is not really any different than her playing Scuttle, a side effect that she's a seagull now. It's, it's, it's the same accent. It's the same. same. Just This is how I talk. Yeah, I talk a little fast. And I sound like an 80-year-old Jewish smoker, but it's it's just how I talk. Like, I believe we're getting the real Nora from Queens ever since the farewell. I believe she's dropped that. But I've seen in a couple of uh, Facebook posts, people like, fucking Aquafina, talking that black scent, and blah, blah. And it's like, Ugh. she's actually not doing it. Again, as so I stated, she has not done that since Ocean's 8. And uh, you can also suck all so the So people dicks. are even mad that seagulls... Uh, my 
Back in my days, seagulls were white. I, I like my seagulls white. I don't like No, like I think people seagulls. just have a problem with Aquafina and didn't go out of their way to see the movie, so they just assumed she's doing that shtick from shit, eight years ago now. Like she got a lot of flack for that for that role in in Oceans Eight, and she stopped doing that. Well, that was a I, bad I don't know movie. How long she's been doing her stick before that? Together. I don't have positive things to say about Oceans Eight, um, but she's not the worst thing about it. No, not at all. No. Anyway, the movie's fine. Again, its biggest flaw is its runtime, and because of that, I have to give it a three out of five. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here first. Ocean's Eight. Three out of five. Always ruining something else. Much okay. less I think Ocean's Eight got like a two out of six. If, if anything, close to that. That was when I was reviewing things on a scale of six. But yes. Uh, I, 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 just, I, just, I just feel that would need to play that. I need to say, like, the point is. People, I'm sure people who listen to this and watch this don't give a shit because they're great people. Because, you know what I mean? They're, 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 they're great people in the world. But yeah, there are people like that. Like, for example, I mean, people like, get... if, if, if they, you know, in, they were going to, oh, we're going to make a film about Elvis. And as Elvis, we're going to star Kevin Hart. Okay. I'm listening. Then I can appreciate some people like, wait, what? That doesn't make any sense hmm. because Elvis was a real person. The Little Mermaid, Ariel, is a mythical creature. Or no, 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 a fake character based off of a miracle. So it's almost like two times removed. Hmm. If you're worried about the skin tone of a fucking mythical creature, you you need to you you you're probably one of the people that spent seven hundred dollars on a burger in Philadelphia. Ooh, Fucking burn. idiots! That's what I'm saying. <laughs> By the way, if you're also upset about the skin tone of a mermaid, um, again, Javier Bardem is Javier Bardem. However, he has multiple babies across the seven seas, so he's got a Anglo baby, he's got a Japanese baby, he's got an African baby. He's got a Chinese baby. Like, like, like I could. I, I don't have two other races in my arsenal. He's a yeah. Harvey Arbadam is a, a dick layer, a mermaid, merman, dick layer, and he's he's fucked all the mermaids in the seven seas, and he's got seven seven not identical children well, that also don't look like him by any means. And maybe we'll be speaking about him in next week's. World record segment. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess I should Man. say best things again. Javier Bardem yes. and um, yeah, Melissa McCarthy. She's good. She could have actually used more screen time in this. That hour, that, that extra 52 minutes could have used more Melissa McCarthy. The, you heard it here first, kids. No one has ever said that. Uh, hashtag more Melissa McCarthy. Please. Yeah, yeah. So Little Mermaid. In the right. In the right. Three out of five. Three out of five. Do with that information 
what you will. I wish it was better. I wish it was shorter. Shit. And now we're going to wrap up episode 100 as the way we always do with this week's feel good story of the week. Before we talk about this week's feel good story, of course, normally I do the whole 100 weeks of making love to the microphone. I do that little bit of jingle and then talk over, but you know, I feel like there's gonna be more to say after that point, so the jingle's not long enough. Um, if I remember correctly, I remember telling this story episode one, so I'm gonna assume that people that listen to this aren't probably didn't listen to it if they didn't anyway. You might need to um, recap us. So Waffbox, Waffbox, where Waffbox 100 comes around is, so I, for literally, and I'm going to name some deep cuts right now. So back in 20, I want to say, wait, when did I move to America? 20... 2017. 20 something. Anyway, I always I was oh, trying to start casual. off a pro wrestling podcast with a man named Todd Thurman, who hmm. he's you remember I know Todd? Todd. Todd Thurman, yeah, he was I remember Todd from the message boards, but we never met in person. Indeed, he's like, like a political commentator now, I believe. If I, I don't know if he's still wow. doing that shit. I believe. Okay. Um, but that never came around. Then I moved to America, and yada yada yada. And then I started a podcast called the Mike and Adam Show with Mike and Adam, with a guy called Adam. And then he moved, and then he got a job, and it didn't work out anymore. So we kind of stopped doing that. And so I was like, "Oh, Joe, I'm going to start a podcast. I'm going to, you know what? I'm pissed off with relying on a co-host. So I'm going to, I'm going to go out on my own, and I'm going to do." That Mike Fish show, where I'm going to have a different person on each week, and it's going to be glorious. That, my friends, lasted two episodes. One of which, the second episode, was co-hosted by Mr. Kush Hayes. And so then I was like, you know what? Hey, fucking thing. I've known Kush what did we, when did we work this out how do we how long did we work this one out how many years we definitely know? over a decade oh yeah definitely over a decade. way more than a decade but no for each other i want i'm i'm been doing i've been trying to do a podcast he does a podcast which is a fucking podcast it makes sense and so just one day i was like hey do you want to try this podcast thing do you want to try to do a podcast called mike and kush save the world ah oh yeah that was the original name that was the original <laughs> that was not name. a good name it lasted like <laughs> two days until I, I, then i came out with waffle box which is for those that don't know is a amalgamation between someone who waffles on and someone who's a chatterbox it merged which together waffle box. and so here we are today and then fucking 
almost two years later. So as before we get into, I have actually got a feel good story of the week. This isn't the feel good story of the week, but I do want to say, yeah, cheers to Kush Hayes for coming on this journey. Cheers to me, Mike Fish. Agreeing we've come this journey with me, and we're on. We're, we're we're fucking crushing it, man. And we're gonna we're gonna do things, man. So cheers, buddy. Cheers. Cheers, Blair. I've had no regrets being a part of this show. I've been grateful for this show. As I've said multiple times, this is my favorite time of the week is recording the Waffle Box. And uh, yeah, man, I hope we do at least a thousand more of these. At least. At least a thousand more of these. At least a thousand more episodes because that will be around about 30 hours worth of content. Ah, It'll at least be 40 hours, man. Come on. (laughs) Come on. What is this, a podcast for ants? That is... <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. Dude, you've had a great time doing this. It's a lot oh, of fun. Man, thank you. I sincerely appreciate it. Anyway, so let's, let's, show a, let's crack into the actual feel-good story of the week. Um, right, and let's get into this. Let's start off with any good feel-good story, because any feel-good story always starts with a paralyzed man. Well, I'm out of champagne, so now I have to go to bourbon or rum, rum, whatever, man, yeah, whatever, uh, whatever you like to drink while talking about a paralyzed man. So a paralyzed man, um, for sure. So this is this Spielberg story is talk about science. So not about just like robots that are trying to kill us and take us over. The actual robots are trying to help us out. So a paralyzed man mm. has been able to walk again simply by. Th- Thinking about it, thanks to an electronic brain implant, which is a now medical first that he says has changed his life. Gert Yan Oxam, Gert Yan Oskem, a 40 year old Dutchman, was paralyzed in a cycling accident 12 years ago. Trust me. If you've ever been to Amsterdam or Dutchland or Netherlands, you wouldn't be shocked that cycling accidents happen because those, it's so many of them. Anyway, the electronic implants wirelessly transmit his thoughts to his legs and feet via a second implant in his spine. The system is okay. still in an experimental stage, but a leading UK spinal charity calls it, quote, very encouraging. Uh, quote, I feel like a toddler learning to walk again, Mr. Oscombe told the BBC. Um, he can also now stand and climb stairs. Quote, it has been a long journey, but now I can stand up and have a beer with my friend. It's a pleasure that many people don't realize. There's still some more I need to say, but I'd, my heart is warm that this guy was paralyzed. He had all these electronic implants imported into him, and he's like, oh, I can have a beer with my mates again. Like, what a guy. What a guy. I fucking love this guy. I sincerely hope the Wi-Fi doesn't kick out on his implants. That would suck. Oh, oh that would suck. We're a bit spotty here. Yeah. Like, oh no, lost the signal. Now I, I'm just here. Uh, uh, did someone reset the router? Just, <laughs> no, just unplug the fucking thing, please. 
the development published in a journal Nature. Oh shit! Or or the Bluetooth kicks out, and all of a sudden he's got he's got just music shooting out of his kneecap for no reason. Like he just. Or he's like, all right, I'm gonna walk over there because he has to think it right. He has to think it for it to happen. Right. I'm gonna go over there because that woman is looking at me and she wants some of this D. So I'm gonna walk over there and I'm gonna do that. And then present the D. He, and all of a sudden he just hears like Siri, like, I'm sorry, I don't recognize that. Siri, don't fuck with me right now. Oh, no. oh fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have that problem with Alexa where you gotta like say the same command three times, oh. but like in a different tone. Like, no, Alexa, turn off the lights. Does your Alexa Lights ever get? Alexa. Does your Alexa ever get like lonely, and like for no reason whatsoever, you'll just be having a conversation or talking to someone, and suddenly it'll pipe up. I'm sorry, I didn't recognize that command. I, I, I wasn't fucking talking to you. I wasn't fucking talking to you. That happened. That happened watching TV in the early Alexa days. That's not so much a thing now, but that has happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happened to me like, today. So the, my Siri, oh, my, my Siri was like, "What? No, I didn't. I didn't catch that." Well, no one was talking to you, Siri. What the fuck? The fuck off. So egotistical. Someone, so instead of someone saying like, "Siri, play Taylor Swift," you, she heard, "I hear you. <laughs> what do you want to do with that?" And then she went, "I don't know what you just said there, Mike." Well, you want to shake it off? Um, this the development published in the journal, quote, Nature, I guess that's the journal name, was led by Swiss sure. researchers, Professor Jocelyne, 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 Bloch of Lausanne University, who is the neurosurgeon who carried out the delicate surgery to insert the implants, stressed that the system was still at the basic research stage and was many years away from being available to paralyzed patients. But she told the BBC News that it was the team's aim to get it out of the lab and into the clinic as soon as possible. So that one, that's a pretty fucking bold move for this guy to be like, yeah, I'll be your guinea pig. And the fact that he's True. being able to walk again, that's off to the man. Right. You, you never want to be a part of the experimental stage. You want to be a part of the, we've experimented on 50 of these people and 40 of them made it. That's that's where you want to be. At worst. At worst. You're like, we, we've Brat proven worst. this is going to work, but Bratwurst brat would sound good, real, real good right now. You got any Bratwurst cooking up right now? Stick it in a bun. No, next time. Next time. For Waffle Box 200, we'll make it a Bratwurst party. Oh, we could, we should do it here. Yeah. Live, live grill, live grilling barbecue, grilling episode of live Waffle grill. Box. And maybe I'll actually bench press some strippers in this one. Why not? But that, that's that's a hundred episodes from now. Anyways, anyway, yeah, man. I'm super happy to hear that science is curing people of not walking anymore. Like he's got full full use of the rest of his limbs too. Like this is an amazing, an amazing feat in human history. Absolutely. So shout out to again, Gert 
Jan Oskam of the Netherlands. God bless you. Enjoy take. walking around and enjoy your legs, player. Well, I do sometimes. Don't I reckon, like, maybe like on the Sunday where he's just chilling out in his house, being lazy. Do you reckon he feels like, oh, I, I guess I should go for a walk? I, yeah. I feel guilty not walking now. I have to go for a walk. I don't know. He probably has that. That is the end. Wow. Of episode Waffle Box 100. Need this has been a hours. fantastic journey, Need dude. two hours of golden audio goodness. I don't think you've been this drunk on the show before, Mike. I know I, I have, fuck, but I, I don't think you up. have. Well, <laughs> the problem was, because we're recording this on Memorial Day Monday, and I was already probably like yeah. eight, eight, nine beers deep before we even hit record, so... I'm, I'm proud of myself, quite frankly, that I've... Oh, actually, well, I'll, I'll hold that thought until I'm editing this. Sure. I'll, like, I'll probably listen to this back sober, and I'll be like, wow, we need to re-record this. This is a mess. Oh, are you actually just some editing? Oh, my goodness. We'll see. We'll see. Milestones. Milestones. Maybe. Um, but yes, that's episode 100 of Box. Um, Bosnet.family is there any new content coming up on that for people to look forward to? No, unfortunately Fantastic. not. Thank but, you but check for... out all the old content. Yeah, fuck it. I mean, there's a week between podcasts, so you know, if you listen to episode 100, you have a week to listen to 99 episodes or episodes. If you want to go back, go to Bosnet.family. Click then on the left hand side there's a bit that says waffle box. Click on that. And have a fucking while of the time. Go nuts. Anyway. There yeah. we go. Uh, follow me at only Mike Fish on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow him at Kush underscore Hayes. On Twitter and no Instagram. No, no Instagram. Instagram at Cushion Kai if you want to see foreign movie posters. That's what's up. Brilliant. Check that out. But until next week when we do episode 101. Wait, oh, Lathan, 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 Lathan. Oh, Sorry, I feel bad. Lathan. Lathan out. You know, he's been working hard the last. How many, how many weeks has Lathan been part of our little show now? Two week? months now. Two months? At least two right. months. At least two months. Lathan. I like his addition, but yeah, what do you want to say, dude? Do you want to say goodnight to the, to the listeners? Good night, everyone, and cheers to you all. Here's to at least another 100 episodes. Cheers. Only 100. Shit. Yeah, we do more. Dick. We should do more than that. But anyway, <laughs> maybe we'll fire him on episode 200. But until Ooh. next time, take care of yourselves. And Java. Thanks for being a part of this, folks. That's all, folks. What? Thanks for being a part of this, folks. Who said a thing? Thanks, everyone. I Love said you. A thing.
Well, th 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 that's all, folks.